Welcome to the Be Bold in Business podcast. My name is Samantha Hearn and I am the host of this amazing channel. I wanted to bring you a place where you hear from myself and other amazing, inspirational business people on their journey to the success they've created. I wanted to bring you the offline journeys to the online successes that we see on social media. I want to create a place where you hear the struggles people have been through, the challenges, the lessons they've learned, the mistakes they've made, so that you know that ordinary people can create extraordinary things every single day, and that it's totally possible for you too. The Be Bold in Business podcast is a place where you are going to hear real, genuine, warts and all stories from some of the most exceptional people in business and how they succeeded anyway. If you are ready to show up in your business, if you are ready to be bold, if you are ready to learn from your mistakes, if you are ready to bounce back and become more resilient, this is the podcast for you. And me, Samantha Hearn, I cannot wait to welcome you, support you, empower and inspire you and share with you the stories that sometimes don't get shared online and give you this real refreshing approach on how building a business sometimes can be hard, sometimes involves failing, sometimes involves struggle, but you can still succeed anyway. So welcome to the Be Bold in Business podcast, and I cannot wait for you to take your invitation to be bold in your business too. Right, another mini masterclass is in session. So you will know from the title so far that we're talking about optimizing your health, but also how that can link to your performance, your success, and just you as an overall individual. So we have an amazing guest expert who's going to be talking to you about this. So things to do with optimizing your health, looking at your cycle, understanding yourself and the way that you work from an energy perspective. But before we dive in, we're going to find out a bit more about the guest expert. So just if you are someone that is really interested in your health, your well-being, your lifestyle, your habits, this is going to be a really amazing mini masterclass for you because, of course, we talk about business and how you can move yourself forward. But we also do talk a lot about you. So if you are someone that is interested in any of those topics, this is going to be one that you might want to come back to, save, re-listen to when you're not making the dinner or doing a commute or a school run. So, but before, like I said, we, we dive in, let's find out a bit more about our guest experts. So Hannah, hello, welcome. Hi, thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here and to share with your amazing audience. I know I can't wait. Well, tell us a bit about you then. So what you do, what you specialize in, and then we can kind of dive in from there. Sure. So um, I qualified originally as a nutritional therapist, but if we backtrack a little bit before that, I actually, my first career was as a professional performer. So um, high perfectionist, um, very difficult relationship with my body and food, um, definitely didn't listen to my body, my mind. They were, you know, I was just push, 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 push. Um, and that's relevant for when I talk about business moving forward, when we fast forward into my life. So that was my my first career then qualified as a nutritional therapist at the College of Naturopathic Medicine, and um, then did my neuro-linguistics programming to learn about mindset, because everything we do with food always has an underlying subconscious emotion tied to it, whether we're happy, sad, bored, angry, frustrated, celebrating, commiserating. So I really wanted to understand that uh, mindset part so I could help my clients and then finally, I got hit with something thinking I was a healthy nutritional therapist. I got hit with something to do with my menstrual cycle and really didn't understand what it was. Um, I developed something called pelvic inflammatory disease, which actually put me in hospital and almost killed me. 
Um, and the doctors had said I was so poorly that I would have had this for a while. And they were surprised I hadn't picked up on it earlier. And I was like, what would the symptoms be? And they were like irregular cycle, painful cycle, spotting. And I was like, that was just my norm my whole life. So I was like, how would I know the difference? And that was when I was like, okay, how do I not really understand my menstrual cycle as a woman? And uh, I'm going to look into this and find out a bit more about it. So I qualified as a menstrual cycle coach. And now I put all three of these things together and I call it fem powered. So that's your fuel or your food that you're eating, your emotions, and then your menstrual cycle. And how as women, if we tackle all three, we've got a real holistic approach to optimizing our health and well-being. My God, I literally love this stuff. <laughs> so I think it's so, I love these conversations. And obviously, you know, to the listeners and everyone in my community, I'm a, a real advocate for looking at the whole person anyway, you know, and I think definitely coming into the space that I'm in and being known as a business coach and a business strategist, it is really important that this side of my values and passions is really brought forward because I don't believe that anyone can have business success or business results without also being looked at as an individual mm. and all of my clients experience life you know whether in any form it's just so impossible for us to segment everything that we do and absolutely it be that way so I love but I also love that you you have created a way of working with people that also does amalgamate these values for you yeah. um okay so well- I was just going to jump in and say, as you can't separate the person from the business, Mm. you can't separate your health from your body health, from your mental health. Health is everything. Mm. We can't say, oh, I'm really fit and healthy. I go to the gym six days a week. But what about your mental health? Are you actually supporting your mindset and your emotions? And just like you talk about a lot, you know, there's three currencies. It's the same. I'm trying to help my clients with those three currencies through food, emotions and menstrual cycle, because as a woman, those really are the basic foundations of your health and well-being. And without health, as you know, we have nothing. So it really Um, it's important because if you don't have health you can't run a successful business because you won't have the energy or the um, yeah the ability to keep going so it's a really important one and I'm super passionate about it I know rightly so I kind of want to reverse engineer it actually based on what I always try and do with these mini masterclasses is think about you as the listener, you know, so rather than me just asking questions, I know Hannah, I, you know, I, I understand her business. I work with Hannah. I know that. So I could have a very great conversation and you could be a third party. But I always think what's important is to really try and dive into what you need from this type of conversation. And the first thing I'd love to talk about, Hannah, because so many of my clients um, and my exposure to this in my community is probably the most uh, prevalent of the three. Um, and also not as not as well documented so things like you know food and nutrition and mental health do get quite a lot of airtime but I think that something that hasn't got as much airtime and needs more is this idea of looking at our cycle our hormones you know understanding our menstrual um, cycle and also processes so so many of my clients I'll give you a bit of a rundown and then you could and then I've got a question for you so I have clients that struggle with fertility issues I've struggles going through perimenopause menopause that have Crohn's, <clears throat> that have had cancer treatment, <clears throat> mm-hmm. excuse me, and that's affected their cycles. Um, I've had clients that have had uh, problems with their eating, problems mm-hmm. with their body confidence, mm-hmm. um, problems with their hormones, having really, really severe mood and energy swings and changes with their cycle. 
um, real impacts on their health and their well-being, their immune system. So for me, um, bearing in mind, I only really deal with women. I have seen quite a, a, a spectrum of challenges related to um, our female cycle. Mm. And what I'd love to start with is, number one, why do you think it's so important for us as women to connect in that way to our body? Mm-hmm. Rather than, you know, if someone's listening and they think, I just want to connect to my body from a space of, you know, like health and fitness or stress and tension in my body. Why do you believe that we need to have a specific focus on connecting with our cycle, our female anatomy and, and kind of how that impacts us? So that's such a good question. And the reason I think it's absolute key and I think it's the missing key to a lot of people is because as women our menstrual cycle determines everything in our body. So like I said, we can't separate our mental health from our physical health. We cannot separate our reproductive health from our heart health or our muscular health. And actually a lot of the hormones are all intertwined in the body. So if we look at um, estrogen, which we know is being a very strong hormone in the body for reproductive health. So we think of estrogen as being a female hormone that helps with our menstrual cycle. And yes, it does. It's imperative for our menstrual cycle. But estrogen is also imperative for our skeletal health. Why? Because it actually stimulates the cells that create bone metabolism so it helps the bone to grow so if we're not if we don't have optimal estrogen and it's not being used optimally within the body that can affect our skeletal health as well as our reproductive health it can also affect our heart health and also our mental health because the the hormone helps the blood flow within the body it actually helps your veins to what we call vasodilate which is a big strong word that basically means it helps them to open which creates more blood flow which then helps with everything to do with your heart health your Um, your lungs your brain getting getting blood flow to all of your body and so why is this important as a female well everything we do comes back to our menstrual cycle and for decades I would say you know since really the 50s 60s we've been marketed that a period is something that is um, something you just get on with anything you can do I can do bleeding that kind of marketing and then the other marketing we get is the kind of be discreet and because of that we don't actually understand the power of the menstrual cycle we just think okay it's this annoying thing that happens once a month and it's kind of inconvenient you know I've got a busy life and then I have to bleed for a week and a lot of people have cycle challenges that create pain perhaps bloating or or IBS-like symptoms, perhaps it's acne, uh, mood swings like you talked about. And actually, they pinpoint that to being hormonal, but they just mask it. And instead of dealing with it and learning to ride the wave of the hormones and optimize them, what we're doing is we're pushing them down or we're turning them off with modern medicine. Now, I'm not saying that things like the pill are really bad, but they're also not really good yes they have a time and a place for everybody Um, I actually myself was on the pill for 10 years I unknowingly knew what that was doing to my body I did not understand and my biggest thing is to teach people the basic education of actually what is a menstrual cycle and why is it important so the menstrual cycle is so important because it affects how you sleep how you eat how you move how you recover how productive you are how much information you can take in and actually not 
understanding that you might go through life as a female and be like one day you're like my god I'm so bloody hungry I just can't satisfy my need I'm just like eating everything and you're like what is wrong with me I'm crazy and then there might be another day in the week where you're like I literally see red like everyone is annoying me I'm so bloody angry and you're like I don't really understand what's going on and that's because we're not living in harmony with our hormones yes there are peaks and troughs and those peaks and troughs when you start understanding them you can start utilizing them so biologically we actually need 300 to 500 more calories when we're bleeding and just before we're bleeding to help our body get ready to bleed so of course that our body is so smart it actually sends more hunger hormones to us it's a hormone called ghrelin that makes us hungry so if you're not a crazy female going why am i super hungry your body is actually telling you hey we we need more calories this week we've got our bleed coming and we need more energy for that so therefore we're going to make you hungrier so you eat more and then there'll be weeks where you find actually i'm not so hungry i can actually survive on just a salad and uh, a smoothie and actually feel really satisfied by that and i don't need all this extra carbs But actually, there's a reason for that, because your body is actually thriving and doesn't need as many calories that week. So actually understanding you do need to eat more at certain times and what you eat is so important. So there are times of the month where actually eating warmer foods will help your body um, so that you don't have to worry about digesting. They're easier to digest. So then your body can stimulate all the reproductive organs to help you for your bleed. But when you're not bleeding and you're in your fertile period, which is your ovulation, you can actually totally live off cooler foods, cold foods, and that won't have an effect on you. So actually understanding what your cycle does can help you to learn how and why to eat If you've been dieting your whole life, I was someone who was a yo-yo dieter. Every Monday I started a new diet and then I would come off it and I'd be like, I'm shit. I have no motivation. What is wrong with me? No, it's not that. It's that we are cyclical humans and there are times where biologically we need more. And actually when we restrict, that's really dangerous. So actually, if you learn to diet within your cyclical nature, then you'll actually find that you end up hitting the goal weight that you want really easily and you can maintain it. What if you have a pitch that you need to do for work and you find that, you know what, some days I just can't take in this information. Someone's telling me something and it's just not going in. Well, biologically, there are times in the month where our brains actually have more what we call brain fog. So it's not that you're just being, oh, I don't know what's wrong with me this week. Actually, you can understand it when you know your hormones. So if you live cyclically and you start tracking your cycle, especially as a business owner, You can start utilizing the time where you're sharp, where you're focused, where you're on fire and being like, okay, this is where I'm going to pitch for a new client because I am in that season where my body is helping me do what I need to do and I can take in the information and I'm on fire and I'm ready to go. And there's other times in your cycle where you're like, do you know what? I need to be in in insular. I need to do all the intuitive work. I need to do the kind of birthing and the creating, not the doing. And actually, as a business owner, if you're living cyclically and you understand that, then you can optimize that and you can actually plan your life and your business around that. And you'll soon realize that you're in flow instead of working against. And so many of us don't understand this basic. What is our menstrual cycle? What is it doing in the body? And we're not empowered by it. We're actually deflated by it because it can bring on a lot of troubles. But if we actually learn to embrace it, live within it, you'll find that the challenges that some people face, such as PMS, bloating, severe cramps, 
they can start evening out and they actually become less because we're living in flow. When we need more rest, we are resting. When we have more energy, we're doing more rather than pushing, 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 pushing all the time. There's an amazing graph that I really wish if we were visual, I would show your audience, which is the difference between male sex hormones, which just go up and down, up and down, up and down, up and down every day in a 24 hour window and female sex hormones, which kind of have an up and then a down and then another up and a down. But that takes 28 days approximately. So it's not that every day we're the same. Of course, we're not the same every day. Our hormones aren't the same every day. So why do we expect our body to be the same every day? So as I say, all of this is just so key to being like, okay, if I understand this foundation of how I work as a female, what my body is doing as a female, we can optimize how productive we are. We can optimize how social we are. We can optimize when we're learning and when we're not taking in information because we're not our best selves. And we can optimize our diet and lifestyle around it. And actually all of this will help every female out there who feels like, do you know what? I just haven't been able to get my health right maybe this is the key that they've been missing also well the first thing I want to say in response to that is we're never taught that you know no. you go to school you're taught take a period pack in case you start your period but you're not actually taught what that is and even in no. science you're not taught about the menstrual cycle you're just taught about the fact of how someone gets pregnant yeah really the processing behind it the, you know the hormones so I definitely think that there's an educational piece that women have missed out on but a hundred percent and yeah. I feel like a lot of cyclical stuff at the moment which I love a lot of it goes a bit woo woo and spiritual which there is a tie to absolutely but because I've got this nutritional therapy background where I did biomedicine as a foundation I'm interested in the science I'm interested in the facts and then merging that together so mm -hmm. where you get the science and the facts and you get the spiritual and the energetic and that's where it meets that's where you really thrive so anybody who has been put off by kind of like cyclical tracking because they're like oh you have to track with the moon and bathe in your blood well there's an element of that but you don't have to do that there's actually let's bring it down to the science let's learn about the facts and our body and understand the foundations first because a yeah. lot of that hasn't been taught as you say no it's just not known my my question as you were talking though is if you are what if a woman their first question is, what if my cycle isn't regular? So it's a fantastic question. And actually, I didn't think my cycle was regular for a long, long time. So a cycle for a woman can be anywhere between 24 days and 36 days. And that is regular still. If it's less than 24 days or more than 36 days, that's where we class it as irregular. So let's look at the first regular cycle first. 24 to 36 is actually quite a big gap. So that means that there are things that fluctuate and that's because our body fluctuates. So we can break the cycle down into four distinct phases. And we always say they're between this many days and that many days. So for example, a bleed can be between three and seven days. So perhaps one month you're bleeding for three days and the next month you're bleeding for seven days. That has a knock-on effect to then how long the cycle is. Then we go into the second stage, which is your follicular stage. Then you have ovulation and then you have your luteal phase. So all of those different phases can fluctuate slightly within days. So because of that, um, you can be anywhere between 24 days and 36 days. And I wanna point that out because we're always told it's 28 day cycle. And if it's not 28 days, you're a regular. Well, actually, no, that's based on science, based on an average. And they chose 28 days because that's where they figured was the, the mean average. And then they made the pill that. And therefore that's how med and Modison is 
circulated around 28 days but I'm pointing that out because a lot of women are between that 24 and 36 days and they still think they're irregular so understanding that and how do you understand if you're regular is actually tracking the whole cycle it's not just looking at your bleed and this is something that I teach you should track every single day and try and understand the difference in those four distinctive what I call seasons and it's really easy to remember the seasons because I think about them as actual seasons like weather seasons so your bleed is your inner winter and then you go through the seasons you go spring summer and autumn and actually when you track every single day you'll notice things that might change so you might notice as I say your winter your bleed being four days one month and then being seven days another month and then being six days another month and actually when you look back you can be like okay what changed that perhaps I actually was low in iron one month and my bleed was only for three days because I biologically couldn't bleed anymore because like you know it would be dangerous your body knows and then it stops your bleed at a certain time could be that you are highly stressed and your body's not safe to bleed your body doesn't prioritize your reproductive health when you're highly stressed stress is about survival it's literally fight or flight live survive that's it your body's not thinking oh yeah let's reproduce and have a baby when you're super stressed so this has a knock-on effect so understanding to track your cycle and then see where the ebbs and flows are you can start what is someone tracking you know when you say tracking yeah. cycle, is it am I just tracking what day I'm on or am I tracking energy am I tracking mood am I tracking diet what is what really really good question so first of all I talk about tracking and I advocate pen to paper reason being when you put pen to paper you create more neurons in your brain that actually means you're taking in information whereas if you've got an app on your phone you're brain doesn't know the difference between you whatsapping or you being on tinder and swiping right or you tracking your cycle it actually doesn't take in the information so pen to paper i always advocate that first because you're actually taking what you're writing tracking the day that you're on and i teach people to track day one of your cycle is your bleed the first day of your bleed and you pointed out what if people don't have a cycle what if they're irregular well then you can use the energy of the moon and the new moon was yesterday actually um today we're recording on the 18th of July so yesterday was the 17th that was the new moon and that would be a perfect opportunity for someone who doesn't have a bleed to start as their day one the new moon represents the new start of a cycle so good information yeah yeah so whether you are bleeding or not it's a really good way to start and then you track every day and what I like to remember is the acronym peace you think about you want to feel at peace then there's a few things that you can remember to track. P is your physical symptoms. So how does your body feel? What's going on? So are you bleeding? Yes or no? Are you bloated? Do you have a lot of spots or a random rash? Did you hurt something in your body? Have you got a cold? What physically is going on in your body? E is your energy because your energy will fluctuate as a female. It will go up and down. So monitoring that, then you can start recognizing at certain times in your cycle where your low energy is and prioritize rest during that time. So monitoring your energy is really important. A is your activity. So what have you done? Because there may be times where you've worked out and actually, you know, exercise is fantastic, but there's certain times in the month where certain exercise isn't the best exercise for your female body so there are certain times where hit exercise high intensity is really fantastic and then there's certain times where actually doing yin yoga is what your body needs 
So monitoring your activity and then recognizing where that ebbs and flows is really good. And then you've got C is your connection. You'll notice as a female, there'll be certain times, whether you're an introvert or an extrovert, there'll be certain times where you feel more connected to others or where you just want to be alone. There'll be certain times where you feel more connected to yourself, where you feel really intuitive, where you get really creative and you get those what we call downloads. And then there'll be times where you just don't you don't get that. So monitoring the connection part will really help you as well. And then the last E is your emotions. So how are you feeling? So many of us, especially in England, just say, how are you? I'm fine. No, really, how are you? Let's think of any other word other than fine to write down. Emotions are energy in motion, emotion, right? So it's okay to have different emotions every day. We are human and it's normal. So actually, if you think about that acronym, PEACE, you will be getting really key points of information on your tracker that then eventually once you start monitoring I say you really need to monitor for three months to before you start getting used to okay I can see my different seasons coming in and out I can see what worked what didn't work for me I can see that actually there's a pattern here that that's really helpful or there's a pattern here that's not so helpful and then I honestly I've been tracking now for nearly two years and I wouldn't change it but it takes five minutes I do it before bed I keep my tracker on my bedside table five minutes before bed. I get into bed and I'm making a note and it actually is part of a ritual. So it's actually part of my self-care practice. Mm. And it's really interesting because you can look back and you can notice, okay, actually I've had three months where I was 26 days and then I suddenly had a 29 day cycle. What happened there? Actually, there was a lot of stress. So maybe my body wasn't ready to bleed yet because I was going through stress. And then you're like, okay, I'm still... I'm still regular for my cycle, but there's been a change. Mm, mm. But just to pinpoint another thing. So if people are completely irregular, if they're over 36 days or under 24 days, or they have something called amenorrhea where they've lost their period or they're pregnant or they're breastfeeding, they haven't had their period back yet. You can still track because as a female or sorry, if you've been through menopause, as a female, you will always be a cyclical human. So yes, our hormones do diminish when we go through menopause, but they don't disappear. They just diminish. We are still cyclical. We are still feminine and we still have ebbs and flows. Instead of having a four, four season cycle, though, post-menopause, you have a two season cycle. So if you're not bleeding because you're pregnant or you're breastfeeding or you've had amenorrhea and it's just gone, you want to think about just the two seasons. You kind of have your spring and your autumn because you're not doing your bleed. You're not having your winter and you're not having your ovulation, which is your summer. But you are still cyclical. So tracking throughout will really help because the difference, even external autumn and spring is very different. Yeah, Springtime, we're like, yeah, we're full of energy. We're, we're awake, we're budding, we're ready to go. And autumn, we're like, actually, I want to start thinking about hibernating. So I'm going to be a bit more internal. So if you think about that as a productivity level, so if you're a business owner listening to this and you're trying to be like, okay, what has this got to do with my business? Well, you know, in your inner spring, you're going to be the person who gets shit done. You're going to be like, yes, I am on it. You can do your in-person events because you're social, you're feeling confident, you're feeling outgoing and energized. But then in your inner autumn, you want to do your creating, you want to do your birthing, you want to do your stock take, not so much your in-person events. So you can monitor your your business around your cycle and and that's just optimizing everything right it's optimizing your health your well-being and the success of your business 
Yeah. Okay. I could. I mean, <clears throat> I'm mindful of time and the fact that we've basically. Yeah. I'm so sorry. However, I could talk about this forever and actually okay. for hours and hours and hours. And there's so okay. much to cover. But if anybody wants to learn a bit more about tracking, I have a free cycle tracker, and it comes with five days of email support to teach you what to track, how to track, and why to track. And it goes through that acronym again that I've just said really quickly. So if your audience need a reminder, there's a really easy place to find me, and then you can get that totally for free. Perfect. And I do have one final question. So I know if you're listening, we have basically talked about periods, but I think that's really important. And we can always get Hannah back to talk about the other elements. But I think that, like I, like I said, this doesn't get enough airtime. So yeah. personally, I think this is more um, valuable to a woman to have this space and time. My final question is, <clears throat> if if you're on contraception, so the pill, the coil, uh, whatever that is not 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 condoms so if you're using a form of contraception as in hormonal hormonal yeah does that affect your cycle and what you're explaining because obviously you've got some kind of element of hormones um regulating or balance like for example i know people that are on um the pill for example because they don't produce enough estrogen or progesterone so it kind of balances them out or um hrt for things like perimenopause so if you're in that situation where you've got some kind of hormone replacement or support does that affect tracking and how your body is working in that hormonal cyclical way it does change things slightly because you've got an element of a synthetic so you've got some uh some extra or some different at different times absolutely but you are still cyclical so even though that's still going on you'll still notice that you'll have ebbs and flows as a female and that's completely and utterly normal my biggest like advocate of being female is we are hormonal and I want that to be an incredible empowering word not oh my god you're so hormonal (laughs) like Actually, hormones are incredible. They help us to live. They help us to procreate. They help us to have energy, to take in information, to actually um, stimulate our autoimmune system and our cardiovascular health. So they are incredible, right? So we are hormonal, yes. If our hormones aren't working for us naturally and we need support or we need help in addition, um, I'm actually an advocate of doing that a little bit more naturally, but that's just my personal preference. But yes, if you're taking anything for any reason, if there's a root cause underneath it, then let's try and get to that root cause and heal it and help it and support it. And then, yes, if even if you are on those, you are still cyclical. But as I say, you might notice that you don't have the four distinct seasons that I talked about for someone being a a kind of more average healthy female who's not on any hormonal contraception or support they'll have four distinct seasons of being a bleed which is winter follicular phase which is where their hormones are rising which is their spring ovulation which is their summer where they're ovulating getting ready to make a baby and then autumn where things are beginning to go down again in their hormones getting ready for their inner winter that's their luteal phase So if you're on any type of hormonal contraception, you'll probably lose out on a natural bleed and on a natural ovulation. So you still go down to the two kind of seasons, the yin and the yang. Chinese medicine, you know, all these Ayurvedic medicines, they all talk about feminine and and masculine, yin and yang, because we all have that within us. So those energetical properties actually come with energy levels and actually come with food support that we need that's more helpful and less helpful it comes with the amount of sleep that we need and also as I say how engaged our brains are how much focus we've got and how social we are 
So yes, whether you're on hormonal contraception or HRT, you are still a female. If you're biologically a female, you will be cyclical and you can track. You just might notice that instead of having four seasons, you have two. I think that's so important because so many of us run businesses on the cal- on the monthly calendar. I know mm. I do. <clears throat> so I work the first three weeks of the month and have the final week off. Um, but when I st- started my business, I was trying for a baby. So this like just, so I'd sort of come off the pill and I'd been on the pill for probably about 12 years. Yeah. Um, and I, and I didn't actually see a difference when I came off the pill. Um, my cycle was the same. It was all very similar. Mm-hmm. So I just took that for granted and I would just work how I used to work in school. Um, and I was very institutionalized into the way of working. Whereas obviously over time, I've definitely become more aware of my energy levels. Um, you, you know, it took us six years to conceive. So I was off the pill for such a long time. <clears throat> and um, I definitely noticed the longer I didn't have that the my natural emotional cycle I would say because my physical cycle didn't change that much you know I still I had quite regular periods but my emotional cycle I definitely noticed a change yeah and exercise it's funny you say that because I do the same type of exercise and there would be times where I was you know basically like Wonder Woman and other times I just felt tired and yeah it would frustrate me I was like I'm such a capable fit healthy human how can I not do this this week when I could do it last week yeah um, so I did, but but what you're saying about the tracking with the piece, yeah. I think for any woman, which is why I'm kind of glad it's gone down this route, Hannah, if I'm honest, because so many women don't have a period in that stereotypical way that you're taught when you're at school for whatever yeah. reason. Like we said, whether you need some hormone replacements or balancing, whether you need to have some type of support, whether your periods are heavy or painful, all of these things. I think this is a really good conversation for any woman to be able to take back control of of that from a tracking and looking at the peace perspective yeah because what if you start with that what you're saying and I completely agree with everything else in your life whether it comes to your exercise your energy your business your productivity is going to obviously flow better when you are more aware because I think what's important is let's say you're in your winter but you have something in your calendar you can't avoid you can then better prepare for it can't you a hundred percent a hundred percent yeah so it's that's the thing it's the awareness yeah because we live in the modern day and age I'm not saying you know back in the historical ages women who bled actually went to red tents you know we were all living in tribes the people who were bleeding would go to a red tent they'd be cooked for cleaned for looked after their only job would be to bleed could you imagine like yeah. in this day and age we don't have that luxury of just being like peace out I'm just checking out of life for oh, five to seven days so you know we are living in 2023 and of course we you can't can't get away with that but what yeah. can we do to support ourselves are there small elements of rest that we can bring in so that then overall we can be productive I just want to go back to what you said about not really noticing a difference right away when you came off the pill because actually for a lot of women they might say that and that's a lot of us we're so used to doing, 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 doing. Our bodies are like programmed. We've pushed it so much that we just keep going like a hamster on a yeah, hamster that's wheel. Exactly, that's exactly but it. there exactly. will be a time where we burn out. 
Mm. You'll be doing that, doing that, doing that. You're like, I don't notice any ebb and flow. I'm totally fine. I'm just 100% every day, every day, every day. I'm go, 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 go. And then you will flatline. Mm. What I'm trying to teach people to do is instead of doing that and then flatlining and completely burning out and being like, I'm done. I'm checked out. I cannot do anything. Why don't we actually learn to embrace the ebbs and flows, support them where we can and actually feel that we can be like the sea like constant waves up and down up and down but they're always there we Mm. ride them like a surfer when we catch that wave and we can like it helps us to keep moving forward rather than trying to go against it we are we are cyclical we can't change that so why are we trying to go against it let's learn to go with the flow that word that you said and actually utilize it and you'll see that you're health improves your mental health and emotional state improves you'll see that your body improves whether you need to put on weight or lose weight your body will go to what is healthy for you and then business will improve because you'll be more productive when you're in a good state and you'll be like more stock take more reflective more um, intuitive when you're in your other states so actually it's just a win-win to optimize your cycle and learn to live an empowered life with a cycle as a female we're always going to be cyclical we can't turn that off it's biochemistry that's what makes us female you know so why instead of like turning it off and being numb to it and like just forgetting about it and then you're on that hamster wheel where you think I can do everything every day is the same every day is the same until you hit that brick wall and you hit it with force and you fully like you're done why not instead of doing that actually learn to ride the waves be the be the surfer on the on your own surfboard of life being like check me out riding all these waves and going with the flow oh, I love that I really love that and I do yeah just to reiterate because I know there's so many other strengths and strings to your bow that you support your clients with that we could definitely have spoken about but I think for the audience I do think this really is that probably going to be one of the most important parts of that for people to just take that time um because the other thing I also find to just touch on this and then I know I keep saying this but I think it's very easy for us as women to try and control things and if we've got if we'd have started with say food and nutrition which obviously is, is a huge element of us being able to nurture our body and give ourselves energy but as women we're also very good at controlling that and it's like mm. right give me my meal plan give me yes my, my, you know and I, I didn't want that for our time together because what you do is also so far from that but yeah so I'm glad we didn't start with that because as I know I would have listened and thought right okay so what what do I need what don't I need what should I eat what shouldn't I eat what do I do yeah whereas when it comes to your cycle we have to also surrender to our body yes you know this isn't about okay well Hannah said on day one I must do this on day five and it's like actually this is all about you yeah doing that inner work for your own body you know finding mm. that compass within yourself yeah and building a relationship with your body mm. as women so many of us are so numb to our bodies we we either don't like them we don't appreciate them they either are too big or too small they're not getting pregnant or they are getting pregnant you know or whatever we're getting old we're getting saggy we're getting wrinkly or whatever it is we're too young and we want to look more mature actually building a relationship with our body and learning to love her like we can't the only person we're here with each and every day is ourselves Mm -hmm. and if we're our best friends our biggest champion and 
we feel at home and healthy and happy in our body, that will have a knock on effect to not only our business, but all our relationships, everything we come into on an everyday basis. If we're happier and healthier as a female, we have a good relationship with ourselves. We can set good boundaries. We can have good negotiations. We can have great relationships. We can just thrive and flourish. Mm. So 100% being female we do have a cycle. So starting with this and having it as the foundation and learning to track, that's the start of all health and well-being in my eyes. Like, yes, I started my career as a nutritional therapist, but even I got sick with cyclical health. So I wasn't living cyclically and then it bit me in the in the bum, so to say. So actually learning to actually understand this, build that as your relationship with your body, your mind. And it actually has to do with everything. So it really is to do with your body it's to do with your business it's to do with your relationship so it is the foundation really so it's great that we started there and yes I offer other things but I always start there with all my clients too and um, it's foundation I want to like railroad and be like right we're just talking about periods yes I love periods (laughs) oh honestly and I know Hannah mentioned it but I am going to put your Instagram in the show notes because then from there everyone can find everything you know like website the cycle tracker is if they just start there then they can consume from that place if that's okay absolutely and yeah as I say the cycle tracker is free and it does come with five days of support so that you can actually understand okay how do I actually use this what Mm. am I tracking why am I tracking it um I will say though that my emails sometimes go in people's spam folders or all the time oh it's so annoying so if you haven't got an email check your junk (laughs) it will probably be in there But yes, um, and that's, you know, the reason I have that out for free is because I do believe that every woman should have access to this information and education and basic knowledge. Because like you say, we didn't get taught this at school. No, we didn't. I think it's crazy. So how empowering that you now have a little baby girl and you can (laughs) teach this to her. Because if I learned this from a child, could you imagine how different your life would be? Oh my God, I know. It's crazy. It is crazy. And I do do sometimes think that because, you know, I'm so, this is a funny thing. I didn't even go on the pill because I had period problems. It was just when you were a teenager, how to stop yourself getting pregnant, let's go on the pill. Like, even when I look back now, I just think, very. you know, I'm not that old, but... You know, 20 years ago, when I first went, 20 years ago, Hannah, I went on the yeah. pill 20 years ago. Yeah. And even after I had my baby, the first appointment, this is what I just cannot fathom. So you have health visitors come around, which I obviously didn't know anything about this because everyone just talks about the getting pregnant bit. Once you've had the baby, you're like, what's happening? So they, yeah. come, around day, they come around on day one and they come around on day four. And then you have a six week appointment. On the six week appointment, the first question they asked me is what are we doing about your contraception right six weeks and as a female I remember thinking first of all I've only had a baby six weeks ago second of all you don't know my history so Mm. is that the best thing for me third of all who the fuck is having sex six weeks after having a baby (laughs) and fourthly have I period yet and I just remember even in that moment thinking as a society we have got this wrong like you surely especially when your body has been through that level of change we need to allow it to regulate a hundred percent was let's get you back on the pill you know do you want mm. the coil so one someone I know <clears throat> got asked in her cesarean section oh my if God. they should if they wanted to have the coil put in at, at a later date because they, and I was thinking to myself this is ludicrous yeah so I, Yes, Hannah, to answer your question, I think this education, this conversation goes way deeper than um, the fact that we haven't had it and the next generation. But also for us as as older women now, we do need to have this conversation and it can't be 
a taboo subject you know there can't be a problem with having a period there can't be a problem with this way of of being so I am glad we've had this conversation because I do think it's so important and you know what if we didn't have a period we wouldn't be fertile if we weren't fertile there'd be no humans on this planet so actually we should praise the period yes hashtag praise the period I I actually love having a period you know that I really enjoy it I enjoy that for me I've always found it like cleansing like oh yes I get to start again yeah absolutely yeah and I just want to say um I really resonate with what you've just said about the kind of like birthing process and contraception and that's a whole other conversation and actually I am doing my natural fertility and contraception training educator course at the moment. So watch this space. Maybe part two will be on that. Yeah, because, for sure. I'm again, yeah, I love that. as a female, why do we not understand our fertility? Why, why is it yeah. until we want to get pregnant, then we don't know about it? Oh my God, Hannah, that is my biggest passion project. I could talk so, about that forever. I just think that that is, it's, it's ludicrous. You go to school, you find out if you ever have sex without a condom, you're going to have a baby. Yeah. And the reality is the majority of women have so much to learn about, about fertility and what that looks like. Even if it's not for them, they'll know someone. So I can definitely, there'll be, definitely there'll be a part two. because I think that's really, really important. And but again, without the foundation, without having the menstrual cycle, we can't talk about the fertility. No. So without having the education of what is a menstrual cycle, how do I understand it? How do I live cyclically? Then you can add in the layer of fertility or contraception if that's what you want a lot of people you know maybe don't want to get pregnant but how do they avoid it naturally um because a hundred percent in this day and age I think if you ask most women they would say oh the pill which is especially people our age because that's all we were ever told yeah yeah so actually there are other forms of contraception what are they how do they work and how do they work for you but as I say a whole other ball game we can have part two another time (laughs) definitely but I think as well you know for you listening to this um it is just a really good opportunity to think about yourself first. And, and we can so easily, I talk to my clients about this all the time. They come to calls and they're like, something isn't working. Tell me what to do. Give me something else to do. Give me another strategy. Give me another to-do list. Go, go, go. And I'll always say doing more doesn't create more. And, and this is just a perfect example of that. This is about you just spending time with yourself and it might not create an instant change. You might not suddenly become this really, you know, holistically connected woman who's like knows everything about her cycle after one week of tracking. However, you are going to just start to learn about it. It's like dating, you know, yeah. you can like date yourself and see what's happening. So I've honestly loved this conversation, Hannah, and I think it is so important. And um, we will definitely have a round two. But thank you. I'm so excited. I'm. I love it. I could talk about this all day. (laughs) And as you say, it all starts with just checking in with yourself Mm. and building that relationship and having that knowledge. So education is power. So thank you for sharing this with your audience and getting it out there. And uh, yeah, I really look forward to part two another time. <laughs> yes. And I'll make sure I put all of um, Hannah's Instagram in the in the show notes. So if you are listening to this driving or cooking or multitasking, then just save the episode and come back to the show notes because all of the information will be in there. And I'll also make sure that the PEACE acronym is in there as well. I'll break that down so you've got that in the show notes. Um, but yeah, we'll see you on the other side, Hannah. See you on the other side. Thanks, Sam. Bye. <laughs>